over the weekend, I did something stupid. I uh, clicked on a link that a friend sent me, and I wasn't thinking. And I, had a, I admittedly, I had a few glasses of wine with dinner. So I just like my guard was down and it was a friend that I normally talk to and I shouldn't have clicked on it, but I did. Luckily, it led to nothing. So I don't know if it had been intercepted and flagged and someone had taken down uh, the link to where, you know, it, it went, if it was nefarious in nature. But March is anti-fraud month. And yesterday we spoke about it off the hop that scams have been on the increase during the pandemic. According to the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center, Scams nearly doubled between 2019 and 2020, and money lost through them ballooned from a 4.3 million in 2019 to 14.4 million in 2020, and almost 12.3 million in 2021. They are getting more elaborate, these scams. They are getting more convincing. And if you drop your guard, you could fall victim to them. Now, we talked about that scam from the perspective of, you know, phishing scams and internet scams. Um, where you click on a link. But this is a scam that you should be aware of. And you can caption this. If something seems too good to be true, it probably is. CBC did an interesting story about this couple from Oakville. And they're warning renters about this elaborate retail scam that they almost fell prey to. Uh, basically, they were looking for a young couple looking for a place in Toronto. And they narrowly avoided losing 4400 bucks in their first and last month's uh, payment to an alleged scammer online here to talk about it because it was pretty specific and elaborate. Ryan Duquette is national lead of cybersecurity for RSM Canada in Toronto. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. So can you walk us through this um, elaborate ruse of, you know, it basically it was a scam, somebody trying to get money from other people, but um, maybe just walk us through the start uh, all the way from uh the the actual renter finding it on a legitimate app called PadMapper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There, there are lots of these types of uh, rental scams uh, out there, the different variations of it that we see sort of come back, uh, you know, time and time again. But for, for this one, like you mentioned, there was a posting on a legitimate app uh, that people go to to look for rental properties. And when the, you know, almost victims uh, saw it, you know, it was a great uh, looking apartment, the price was right, and they, they instantly fell in love with it and started communicating uh, with, with, you know, su supposedly the owner of it. Um, you know, they, they luckily didn't uh, end up giving any money, but uh, this one was a little bit scary because, you know, the, the perpetrator of this or the, the so-called owner was asking for uh, documentation asking for copies of their passports and asking for copies of other things and also to send them money. So a, a little bit scary, but, but also a little bit more sophisticated than other ones I've seen out there. Yeah, it was sophisticated because there was a storyline that came along with this. It wasn't just a posting for a rental. Uh, when they started to talk back and forth, uh, basically the story was kind of believable in some ways. You know, who hasn't had a friend that has a great uh, place of residence that they're renting and you think, how did you get this? And they're like, well, it's funny. A friend of a friend knew somebody that was studying abroad and they had to leave their house. And you're like, wow, this is basically a mansion. You lucked out. So the story is, uh, that this was a retired com uh, couple. They moved to Spain in 2015 and they had this apartment they bought for their son while they, it was in college at Canada. Then he finishes his studies, decides to go out to Australia to, for a PhD. I mean, it's, it's fully believable. And so they finally go, well, the apartment's, vacant let's rent it out 
uh, because we have no plans to come to Canada right away. But they're not just going to rent it out. They're going to rent it out through a property management company. They even provided the link. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So this one, like like we mentioned, is a little bit more sophisticated. There was a, a lot more of a backstory. And, and we're starting to see that n- now where the, these, you know, so-called owners of these places or these perpetrators are, are really building that backstory. They're, they're putting a little bit more effort into hooking hooking the victim into here. And, and also in this case, as you, you, you know, you said, you know, we're, we're in Spain, we're not returning to Canada. Our son is doing his PhD in Australia. And, and you know, as somebody you're thinking, wow, these, these worldly people own these homes all over the world that they're renting out. It, it, it builds that, that era of it's impressive. Right. Um, and then they even threw something else in here that there's going to be a third party that's going to be used, uh, you know, for, for payment. Uh, sort of a, a proxy here, which is which is great, and that helps to legitimize this transaction. Right, yeah. and they're having this conversation yeah. back and forth, yeah. and they're they're gaining trust as they have this conversation. The more uh, they communicate, the more trust that is gained. They actually then say, as you alluded to, you need to send the third party a copy of your photo ID to confirm your identities. I've never had to give photo ID to a landlord in my life. Exactly. And, and I, I think at this point as well, I don't, I don't even know if the tenants had seen the apartment. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that. But yeah, I, I've never had to give, give uh, you know, photo ID and, and money uh, without even seeing a place up front. And this company that, that this you know, perpetrator was using is a legitimate company. They are involved in commercial real estate, but they're not a, a escrow account. Uh, most times I see an organization being used, you know, for, for escrow, it's a law firm that's being used, right, to transfer funds back and forth, not, not some other, you know, third party. Uh, so there was a lot of warning signs in, in this one. And luckily, the, the couple here did, did a little bit of digging and, and I think realized this doesn't seem right. You know, their spider senses mm-hmm. were kind of going off a little bit. Yeah, they reached out to a real estate agent that they know and said, can you look into this loft? And uh, they found out that property records, it's a quick search for a real estate agent. The name of the owner was completely different than the name of the renter. So they knew that this was a scam and they backed out of it. But apparently this person has also tried to uh, perpetrate this scam. The same one, same kind of storyline in Vancouver and Waterloo, I believe. A few other cities, maybe London. So uh, they've already reached out to the police. So in your opinion... I mean, we know that it's they're getting more elaborate. What are the signs to look out for if we could uh, leave our listenership with the the warning signs that you should never see if something's on the up and up? The big one for me is that this person was, you know, not here locally, right, showing the apartment, or they didn't have a, a representative, a real estate agent or somebody else, um, you know, legitimately showing this apartment. Um, you know, they, they weren't here and they wanted this money. Uh, you know, using a third party that's not a law firm as an escrow account is also a little bit of a warning sign to me. And, and also just wanting so much personal information and money up front is also a warning sign. I, I would never give money, you know, a, a down payment and, and copies of my passport and, and other things up front uh, without, without knowing it's completely legit. You know, it's funny. I, I had somebody ask me that they were like trying to get their son into an apartment and it was hard. It was at a university town and they're like, oh, they're asking us for a down payment, like and a, a deposit. And I'm like, Wait, you don't, do you have the keys yet? And they, they did it. They trusted. They jumped. And it was luckily for them. It worked out OK. But I thought that's just to me reeks of scam. 
There's nothing wrong with a, a deposit or a down payment. I see lots of people that sell things online or, or whatnot. And they're like, you know, I'm selling a car for not me, but if I see a car and somebody says, you know, if you want to come and see this, I'm going to ask for a hundred dollar deposit or something like that because other people are interested. But in this case, I think they were asking for first and last month yeah. rent, which seems very high as a, as a slight deposit. Nothing wrong with, with somebody asking for a deposit, you know, because you know, they, they need to sell it. Um, but just the way that this one was handled, it seemed awfully high. And also the rent for this seems a little low uh, with, with my understanding. It seems like, it, like you said at the very beginning, that's a little too good to be true. Yeah, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. That old adage definitely uh, is, uh, you know, it's, it's used over and over again because it, it does ring true. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. If this has helped one listener stay out of uh, being scammed, then I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Me too. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Ryan Duquette is a national lead of cybersecurity for RSM Canada. All right, just be aware that it, that scam is out there and it's getting more elaborate. Spidey senses tingle? Believe them.